I don't know how, and I don't know why, but he can do everything else a spider can. You're a fraud, Spider-Man! <laughs> Yo, yo, Aiden, do the thing. What's good, Creamers? What's good, Creamers? Welcome back to the Half and Half Podcast, episode 145. I'm Vasanth Rondas, joined by the friendliest co-host in the neighborhood, Aiden Mangan. How you doing, bud? Doing good, doing good. Um, welcome back to Philadelphia, man. Yeah, I'm back in Philly. So hopefully, all of the, you know, moving around... All, it, we can have some semblance of a flow here, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully. Um, um, it's not very easy. Uh, 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 maybe surprising to listeners, as many podcasters probably do live with their parents. Uh, many so-called full-time podcasters might live with their parents, but it's actually quite difficult to report a podcast when you're back home because you never know when someone needs you to do something. That's very true. Um that's why I never go home. And that's why I <laughs> have, haven't seen my family in about 80 episodes. And I also measure my life in episodes. In and episodes. Not, um, <laughs> Every milestone is marked by an episode. Yeah. Like, when did you get married? I just released episode 210 of the <laughs> podcast. I, I do really wonder, um, like, you know, not to like get to like the bleak thing about like, you know, everything comes to an end eventually, obviously. About when this show is going to end? Yeah. Like I, I am curious. I, I am curious about like when we decide, like, okay, like we'll we'll call it. Um, I'm curious if it's like when one of us gets married, one of us has kids. I don't know. Like if it's like a life event that marks it. But that it, would it, be incredible that would be incredibly funny if like one of us resented the other's kids because like you're the reason the show got canceled. <laughs> I think so. Like I've had thoughts about this before. Cause I, I okay. it's something you do think about, right? I mean, yeah. like, I, like even when I'm watching like a content creator on YouTube, right. Mm-hmm. That's a when thought I was quit? like, how far does this go? Especially yeah. depending on the style of content, some of them make now, obviously I think one of the most, like, I think the, I think a style of content that has incredibly good longevity it's people who play video games. You can be as old as you want. Yeah, yeah. And just play video games. As long as people still want to watch you do it, you can still yeah, do it. Yeah, and you yeah. still have your personality. And also, there's, like, some cute content. You know, maybe your kid hops on a stream with you and is, like, playing. Or maybe you, like, teach your kid how to play a game and make a video or something mm-hmm. about it. Or You know, there's, like, cutesy. And obviously, this goes into all ethics of using your kids for content. But it, it, it's more wholesome. I think yeah, what, yeah. the ones I wonder are, like, and they're not as common, but like skit channels, right? As you get mm-hmm. older, what do you do? You probably pivot to podcasts and maybe even doing try and do like some stand up, but mm-hmm. I feel like it becomes difficult. I think the ones yep. that are probably truly ageless, uh, obviously, just depends on how long you want to do it. Like artistic channels, like uh, animation or art or cooking, like that stuff. You you know what I mean? That stuff I feel like yeah. has pretty incredible longevity. But you do wonder when it ends. You know, like like with something like a Smosh, for example, you know you like sell your share and you just take a step back and let new talent. Oh, they'll like, again, like I have no idea what's going on the Smosh channel because I'm not like 13 years old, but like, um, I'm sure that they're probably still making videos to like decent numbers. Um, it's a different cast of people. Yeah. I, I, I know the fact that Anthony left. I know that much. Um, he left, but, like, I, I assume he probably sold ago. his stake 
because they yeah. did become a company. And then I think Ian is still there, but is in a much more producery. Like he's not really on camera as much. Got it. So yeah. I, I mean, yeah. like I, it makes sense. Like you could keep that channel going with just like rotating people for like ever. Like yeah. it, like it doesn't matter as long as there's like a brand that people kind of gravitate to. You can keep it. I going. think one it that you think like... about from like OG YouTube, Good Mythical Morning, right? And mm-hmm. like it's been. And I think good. Yeah, I mean, Rhett, Rhett and Link, they, they, for them. they don't really use their main channel too much anymore, right? I think they uploaded a video on it this year, which was kind of funny. That's interesting. But, okay. Yeah, they, they rarely, well, they rarely do. It's, that's they, mo- yeah. I don't know if it's true or, or if it's just a bit, but they said they finally figured out their password. So they logged back in and made a video on that channel. But <laughs> I'm going to bet that's a bit, but yeah. I think it is too. But like, yeah, yeah Good Mythical Morning, like that could go on forever to me. Yeah, like, you might as well. Like, that's the question like, like what they do like 10 minutes end. long like they're that's pretty easy they do that plus a podcast they have a lot of guests yeah it's easy enough but th- you um, still made a point right like everything does come to an end i'm not want to get into the morbid stuff of like the stuff can end when someone dies like yeah no i shit. mean it could happen that, that could be the end of the podcast but also if i if i do die you know like feel free to like have an awkward period where like you try out other co-hosts. And oh like, my god! It's, <laughs> it's it's literally like first take on ESPN since they yes. got rid of Max, where it's just like yeah. it's a rotating panel of people co-hosting the show. I I I want you to have that weird awkward period where it's like, <laughs> it's like okay, I took a month off the show. Is that long enough? <laughs> the funniest outcome is definitely like one of your brothers becomes the co-host. Oh, that would be really funny. Um. But no, that's definitely not what happened. I think um, if if I there was would. someone, like if there was someone that like I think genuinely, it would make sense to pass it to. Like if one for whatever reason one of us can't do it anymore, right? And you want to keep it going, um, I would say probably the first off the bat, just because he is like I think our most fervent uh, half and half supporter would be Arjun, right? And he's been on the most times. Yeah, Arjun's had um, a lot of appearances, and I think he make it, it, it. Yeah, if if for those listening, it would be a different print, show. It would be a completely if one of you wants show, to assassinate one of us and take over yeah. the show. Make sure that you're someone who's been on the show a couple times. Yeah, exactly. Get get your numbers up first. You know, if if you've been on here once, remember that's if you've been on here zero times, those are rookie numbers. You gotta get those numbers up. But yeah. um, Arjun, Nick, Nick, yeah. Um, She's, she seems like she's doing great and Lin- doing a lot of her own things. But, like, Leah's been on the show a couple times. Lindsay's Leah, Lindsay, yeah, times. if they want to take it. Um, I mean, also, I guess it also depends, like, who would quit first. That's, like, the other thing they have to consider. It's, like, because then, like, if you quit first, I'd bring in someone that I'm closer to. If you Like, and we decide, I decide I want to keep it going, you know? It depends on the uh, circumstances. Like, it like, all depends, yeah. Here's the thing. I've had thoughts where sometimes I'm like, it, and it's usually not because of the show. I enjoy doing this. It's, like, fun. Mm-hmm. And it's he, a, he, it's enjoy, a way... it, he has these thoughts because he enjoys the show, but he hates me, guys. I hope no, you no, understand. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's because I enjoy The friendship talking. is like, fake. It's the a good way for us to just yeah. catch up, you know? Yeah. Like, well, like. We communicate quite a bit, I would say, throughout the week. Like, we send DMs in the various groups yeah, yeah. we're in, and we, like, you know. But, like, it's just, like, we just talk, talk about stuff we're interested in, uh, mm-hmm. depending. I mean, you know, you've got, you've got something going on later tonight. But sometimes before we start recording, we'll, like, spend a good 30 minutes just talking and, like, coming yeah, up with yeah. what to do and stuff like that. But, I mean, I think there's times when, like, maybe because of, like, work and life and stuff, I'm, like, kind of just tired and I don't really feel like it. But I don't mm-hmm. think I would quit. I think I would just tell you I don't really feel like – either we don't record that week anyway because, like, we're both busy and we just don't – Which happens. Time, which doesn't Which happen. happens anyway, yeah. 
Or, like, there's weeks in the past where either you or I are like, hey, like, something came up, I can't do it, or I'm sick, or I'm not up to it, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we just you know, figure out, you know, either we might do something ourselves, you know. Yeah. Aiden Cinephiles is, like, a nice place for that. Mm -hmm. And if not, like, we try and find, like, a temporary co-host, yeah. like a guest, and basically. I mean, by the way, for, for, for Cinephiles, I, there is a movie coming out that I don't I don't actually know if I'm gonna watch if I want to talk about. Um I, I I might do a flash episode, we'll see. Um mm. and again, like I said, not watch it yet because I'm like I don't know if that I, I have an angle. I'll say that much. I have an angle that I want to talk about it with, but um we'll see. I, I have to see if I want to make that episode or not. Uh but it's it, it's not even necessarily about the movie. There's things I heard about, like with the plot and like things that happen in it that I'm like, and I'm not gonna say spoil. I'm not gonna like because I want to just like really favorable reviews from like the early returns. Like not like incredible, but like I think it's sitting at a nice seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, um, but even if that drops a little, like if it's in like the mid sixties, it's not a they, terrible movie. It, I will say this: it does something in my eyes that is like very evil. <laughs> and i'm not gonna say what it is on the show because i don't want to just spoil this for people that are like excited to watch it yeah but I, mean, I i have yeah. my opinions basically that's all i'll say so yeah, I don't my, know my I, only I, I might make that an episode early early takeaways or none of the jokes in the trailers make me laugh at all yeah um and i think the cg can look a little weird sometimes specifically the CG on looks awful era superwoman or supergirl the the cg is not also white. third thing i think keaton looks a little weird sometimes in the suit i'm not gonna well lie. it's because he's like animated half the time probably well, and also he's like, that's man. a suit that was designed for a batman movie that came out in like the and also it, it, the suit was like never in the sunlight in any of those movies so yeah that's the thing like it, it was designed cool, to be kinda, in dark but there's some shots where like there's something that was just doesn't yeah. work for me it was designed like, to be in darkness that's the biggest thing. the movie's good i don't really like if, if i actually do enjoy yeah. the movie i'm not gonna care that much about how keaton looks but he does look a little awkward yeah no of course um but yeah we'll see uh anyway we're sorry we're talking about death um, <laughs> of show. um i think the yeah. show will last i think if i had to guess when the show might actually come to a close mm -hmm. i legitimately because like getting married to me doesn't mean the show's gonna stop because like yeah not necessarily you know like you're allowed to have your own hobbies and a low like time i think a yeah healthy relationship but should involve hobbies and like time like you know spending like an hour to two hours recording a podcast once a week shouldn't be particularly a deal breaker you know what i mean because yeah but i kind of i kind of plan on marrying someone who doesn't want me to have any friends of my own uh -huh. <laughs> no, i'm kidding you're going I'm kidding. for one of those no i'm kidding no that's not what i'm planning yeah. on but um no, yeah, I'm just messing around. But yeah, no, no, it, yeah, it doesn't mean it has like... to end with like people get when people get married because again, it's like an hour of your week. If you if you're if you're a wife or husband, not yours, Basant. I know it'll be a wife for you. Um, I'm just saying in general, like with this. So it's gonna be a thing. husband for you. That's what we're saying. Well, no, not that either. Um, <laughs> but not that either. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like in a general sense. Uh, your partner, yeah. as people say, you know. shouldn't. Yeah, shouldn't really. Yeah, I think it's as long as they're fine with the fact that you're like, yeah, you just do a show once a week. I don't care. Like, you know. Yeah, I think it's healthy to have matter. like hobbies that you sometimes just do on your own. Like, you know, like, yeah, you, go yeah. Play, you know, and you know, I'd like. I think it's easy for me to say because like, I've been dating Lisa for over five years, and it's never really been a 
problem to record the show. Mm-hmm. I usually try and like tell her, "Hey, this is what I'm doing," in in case there's like something that she, like I need. To she help she her. knew what she was getting into, babe. <laughs> just so you know, we can we can date, but half and half podcasts happening. <laughs> you need to leave room for the podcast. You gotta leave room for the podcast. You can have all this, but you also gotta take all that. Okay, just remember yeah. that. <laughs> if I had to guess, I think it might be kids because kids like I think it would be like kids. a lot of yeah. time and energy, and it might and like your like you know you see people who like have like newborn kids and they're like exhausted so i can imagine like it'd be kind of maybe hard to be like hey babe can you take care of the child so i can go record kids are either the death of it or it gets scaled back considerably it's like one of two things i think maybe like i could see maybe like let's say one of us is a kid and maybe we just like we, we scale it back until maybe you get to a point where like your kids like because kids get to a point where like you know, you can like leave them alone for like a little bit and they're fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? They become a little more manageable at some point, you know, or <laughs> it's about to send them to daycare or, you know, they're playing with their, they're playing with their friends. They're like playing the PS5 or whatever in the living room, or something, you know, <laughs> welcome to episode 2000 of the half and half podcast. I'm your 70 year old co-host. <laughs> I want to see how high the, the episode count. That, can get. that is the big thing. We've got a lot of episodes already. It's like, how high can you really about push this? Like, we we've gone farther than anyone thought we would have that's a, that's a fact no one thought we would have got got past no, and here's 30. the thing like i understand like they look there's ways i think we could make the show better mm-hmm. uh and there's you know and look i mean like some people could point out like the negative perspective on this is wow you've done that many episodes and like nothing's like popped off for you yet but like yeah i i, I stopped caring about that after episode two <laughs> yeah because like this is fun i enjoy yeah. the ways we evolve the show when we do like add like the segments more so now this year and things like that but like it's fun and i think it is really cool though because when you say you do a podcast right people think oh they just shoot the shit with their friends they've probably not done it that long maybe they just started it mm-hmm. or whatever there is a sense of legitimacy and you can the quality quantity i get it but like there is a sense of legitimacy that i feel in the fact that you and i have done this for as many episodes as we have like we're well on yeah. our way to how, how many how many years now like five years almost yeah it is it's going to be five years of like the start of 2024 because i remember talking about the fact that maybe we should do like five year retrospective uh album rankings or something yeah um, yeah I which that might be interesting that. uh just like looking at our best and worst list and like giving like our top 10 best top 10 worst of like the past five years of the show um I think that could be interesting, but I mean, we'll, we'll think, get to that. Yeah, I mean, this is us kind of like you know, it's us you know, sucking ourselves off, glazing ourselves a little bit here. What we are Dear called God, the creamers. What? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot about the whole creamer thing for a moment. I went hang on glazing, <laughs> <laughs> but we've been a. But like, I it is very like we do appreciate the support that all of you who listen have shown us. It is cool, you know, where whatever this ends, whether it's like episode two thousand, whatever, or like you know, one of us has a kid and this kind of just goes kaput. Like, yeah, it is very cool to be sitting here with a podcast with like almost one hundred fifty episodes, and you know, obviously, I think we're seeing some of the like some of what makes it difficult to keep it up this long when it's not like a source of income for you or like your main source of income it's shown up right like a mixture of work and whatever is going on in our personal lives can sometimes make it hard to get the recording done yeah and also like edited and put up in a timely fashion and i'll admit that consistency has not been great and it's something that i'd like to get better at but at the same time 
the fact that we're still going, like we're not letting these sort of like, yeah, like a week here we miss or like, oh, there's like a weird hiatus sometimes, but like we don't like just leave, you know what I mean? And here's the thing too, if you ever wonder, because I feel like that happens with like a podcast that's not, ha- doesn't have like an incredible following or anything like that. You wonder, no, no, no. oh, I, we, we haven't seen we, a new episode. We have an incredible weeks. following. We just don't have a big following. Incredibly no. large, I'll say. Yeah, the there we go. Our that's better. Are incredible, yes. Let me phrase that better. But I do wonder if like, you know, if you like a show that's like, you really think it's really good, you enjoy it, but they don't have like a very large following or, you know, you can tell like this show isn't like really a revenue generator. So like this is something that someone does as an act of passion. You do mm-hmm. wonder if, oh, they haven't uploaded in like three weeks. Are they done? Because some people, something, I've like watched and consumed content that just like stops and you never hear from the person who makes it ever again, really. Yeah. I will say, if we were to stop the show, we would tell you guys. We would not just leave, I don't think. Yeah, we would do an episode where we, um, I, I would sing in it. It'd be really emotional. The song would cry a little, you know, like, <laughs> I, I won't cry. I'm, you know, I'm a big manly man, but I won't cry. The uh, song will weep like a baby. Um, it'll be fun. You'll all be amazed by the wonderful way we tied this all the together. Show can't end and up. you'll a... you'll find out about the secret lesson that we were trying to teach you the whole time. Yeah, exactly. You'll have to it's a little it's like a numerology letter yeah. And then you'll you'll something. go back and you'll and think about all the episodes and be like, yeah, you'll go back, you'll think about all the episodes and be like, that makes sense. There was a purpose for all this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say this, uh yeah. it, to me, it'd be a crime. We need to do like a drunk episode of the show. I think that we true. will. We I mean, end how about how about one fifty? Ah, uh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, why not for one fifty? We can do it. <laughs> hey, um, if we crank out enough episodes fast enough, it won't happen because even if we did one once a week, we'd probably get to one forty four. It'd be really funny if the revival review. <laughs> it's not going to be the revival review. No, oh because God, we'll, we'll miss it anyway. Because we'll be yeah. at like one forty four probably for that one. Yeah. Um. By the way, uh, Actually, no, we're I, at 145. I, what am I talking about? We'll be at 148, probably. Yeah, Vasant. By the way, I have. It's not ready. I'm working on a game. I we need a, we need a guest very soon because I need you to compete against someone I for it. Haven't done. I haven't had a guest in a while, so we should have, we should dip into that bag again and yeah. pull someone in. And the we game originally... I'm, making, I'm coming up with it's streaming sh- like real or fake streaming show. Uh, the sequel to real or fake Quibi show because Quibi's so. gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we should totally do that because I remember, uh, just to let you guys peek behind the curtain, in December when we had a fantastic episode with Jason Peters, who, mm-hmm. uh, if you're not following him, definitely do that. He's doing some really cool stuff with Hot 97. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a producer over there. He met Sean he, Paul. Yeah, he interviewed Sean Paul, yeah. right? Or produced an interview. <laughs> yeah. Sean Paul. Really cool. But yeah, we were kind of kind of stack collaborations. We were going to do Jason. We were going to try and get Nick in to do the Brockhampton albums. That um, never happens, yeah. It never sure. happened. Those albums are not great. They're fine. Not great. To man, so I don't. I think it would have been interesting to hear us kind of dunk on, like to be, because I don't think I think we've been fairly positive on all the ones we've reviewed as a group. But it'd be yeah, to have done one where we're like, eh, not a huge fan of the way these guys are kind of kind of going out here. But mm-hmm. you know, that didn't happen. We'll have Nick on for something else for sure. We're not gonna just like toss him to the side. Yeah, but. Uh, I guess to just to pivot away a little bit from the <laughs> the gravity of the end of the show and the mortality of a creamer. Um, 
speaking of Nick, I thought something funny. I don't know if I ever shared this with you. I was on vac when I was back in North Carolina for uh, Memorial mm-hmm. Day. Uh, went to Wilmington. was was fun. Uh, it rained like all week <laughs> weekend, so I didn't get to do too much there. But we were eating. Me and my family were at a, a Vietnamese restaurant. I'm about to like you know start eating my banh mi, my Vietnamese sandwich, and I look up at the TV and I'm like, "That's Nick." on tv in wilmington really wow yeah because uh the work nick does he's like he does like communications and pr stuff so he does do stuff on tv and gets interviewed sometimes and i thought it was really it was just really funny to see him on a random tv at a random restaurant in wilmington north carolina that's really funny shout out to nick for being on tv doing big things yeah shout to you nick yeah, next get time on, get us on TV. I was gonna say next time you're on TV, hold up a little sign that says half and half podcast. Come on, man. Do what uh shout out to Colt. Do what Colt did where you just have us up on your screen. That Colt was very real for that. That was a long time ago. That was Colt really funny. That was like that. super early in the shows. It was like that was, was probably, probably in like the first twenty. Maybe first first twenty, yeah. Might have been. Any episodes? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. You know, man. But yeah, I mean, I don't really. You know, uh, anything you got? Anything else you want to banter uh, about before we? I'm gonna ask you to repeat that. How about? Oh, my internet connection is unstable. Do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. There we Even go. the internet was like, "Damn, man, you got me yeah. thinking about existential shit." <laughs> okay, well, I was saying, how about we swing into our next topic? Hard change. Ooh. The next thing. That's why he's the goal. Yeah. That was good. Thank you. That was a good segue. Yep. Let's get to our next topic here. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. All right. All right. We are back after an amazing segue from Aiden. We have swung into the next segment, the next bit for our show here today. And I'm about to play the, you know, you're about to hear the sting for it, but we're going to do another tier list. So. Let it rock out. You just heard it. And what are we tier listing today, you might ask? Well, it relates to one of the most popular movies that's out right now from a very popular franchise, a very popular brand. That's right. We are tier listing all the live action Disney movies. That's not correct. <laughs> ah. You're telling me people don't want to know how I feel about seeing live action Timon and Pumbaa versus seeing live action <laughs> fucking the candle thing from Beauty and the Beast? You, you see, here here's the thing that's like driving me insane about the live action Disney stuff right now. That's kind of like a little mini thing. Um it never ends. I like I don't know what they have. Moana's left to coming adapt. out in like two yeah, years. Yeah, oh Moana, that's right. That's the craziest one because Little Mermaid's an old movie, and I heard that movie's pretty good. So shout out to them for doing something with that movie. I, I have heard it is fine. So shout out to the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, apparently they actually like they actually do some different stuff with the plot. So like I appreciate the fact that they actually tried to make it its own thing a little bit. So get on good you for them. That. Yeah. But like a negative. I still, I still, I still morally, that is bad. I still morally <laughs> um am against all these remakes. So. That's just, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anyone here cares to know like if uh, how I feel about like you know like like if you like the remakes, I get it, but like I don't. Mm-hmm. None of the remakes are like I would watch them over the original version. Of it. 
that I maybe have seen jung- maybe Jungle Book, maybe Jungle Book. Yeah, that's but the even one Jungle Book, like I like, and that's just because I don't care about like the original Jungle Book that much. Like I didn't watch it growing up. Well, that's so. fair, really. If you don't, yeah. If you don't really care, you don't really care. But like, yeah. But anyway, yeah. There's a new Moana coming out, and that one's crazy to me because I think up until this point, most of the live action movies have been remakes of like at least these are like older animated films moana came out in like 2017 2016 yeah it's not old by the time it comes out it'll be like eight years old <laughs> which is insane that 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 makes no sense and i know it's literally just because live action frozen it's... is coming then that's what that tells me oh my god i didn't even think about that that is coming i'm, sh- I'm shocked frozen that's not also in yet. that time frame right frozen's a little older i think um, I think Frozen's probably like 2014. We're getting live action Frozen with Anya Taylor Joy as Elsa. I mean, that's not the worst idea, but I don't know if she can sing. That's what I'll say. The dubber. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Make Pete Davidson the fucking snowman or something. <laughs> Kim all off. Yeah. Um, but now we're actually ranking uh something. Uh, the tier list is actually about a different film franchise that's doing incredibly well right now and the segue should have probably given it away but we're going to tier list the spider-man movies but not just like movies starring spider-man because when aiden was looking for a tier list it also included the two venom movies with tom hardy and jared leto's mobius film and those are mobius morbius morbius facade not mobius morbius more bs Pay your respects. Pay your respects. We're gonna put it in S tier already, man. Come on. (laughs) More billions. More (laughs) made by Morbius. Right. More billions. I like that. Yeah. But that's what we got. So some of the Spider-Man villain films are gonna be included here. But I believe the tier list will include the original Raimi trilogy with Tobey Maguire, the two Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man films, the three Tom Holland MCU Spider-Man movies. Are two Miles Morales Spider Verse movies. Obviously, there is a third one that will come out next year, but I can't really predict. I I feel confident in saying it's going to be really good, but I can't really predict. So we're not yeah. gonna. That's obviously not going to be there. Just those two, and then the two Tom Hardy movies and Jared Leto, right? Yep. Cool. Well, you should be able to share your screen with me because I, I was yes. I was see. doing this I thing can. they called being prepared. I'm I. Ready for this. That's a great change of pace, man. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so we still have to come up with the tier list name. So for the first time, y'all are going to get this. Um, Some live ID. Live, yeah. So A tier We need more gonna... content to fill out this episode. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to call A tier uh, an amazing Spider-Man. An amazing Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, an amazing Spider-Man. Uh, even though I think this is a little bit of a neither spoiler. of the amazing Spider-Man movies neither of the movies yeah. <laughs> um, B tier, C tier, S tier. What we got? What S tier can be something with like swinging, right? Swinging through the city. Um, we could do. Well, or I mean, Spider-verse spectacular, thing? spectacular Spider-Man's also spectacular thing. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spectacular Spider. I'm gonna say men. Actually, because I think mm-hmm. there's going to be well, no, nah, it's going to be man. I think there'll be multiple S's though, but yeah, there will be. Um, B is let's think. Um, hmm, B B B. What are some Spider-Man B related things? I have one for D. What's what's you got for D? Dropped Gwen Stacy. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> um, B. Also, um, this should go without yeah. saying, but like potential spoiler warning for all of these films. Including... Yeah, I guess that, that one's here. It's already a spoiler. Well, Drop Quince, I mean, if you haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man 2, good. That's your, yeah, that's your fault. But also, it's, like, like... it's like 13 years old or yeah. something. We will probably touch on some stuff from into, <laughs> or across the Spider-Verse. So if you haven't seen it yet. True, yeah. Feel free to just be warned. this episode for when you get to go see it. Because that is still a fairly new movie. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For F, I was thinking like uh, something about because in especially in the Raimi trilogy, like Peter never made it to a Mary Jane live performance on time, like ever. No, no. So I don't know if F could be like failed to be on time or something like that. Um, I think we can do better than that, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah, thinking. Um, he's a pizza delivery boy in some of them, right? You know, he is. He is. Um, I'm just gonna like Google Spider Man. F, see what happens far from home, freshman year. Uh, F, uh, uh, Spider Man mm. Fortnite. <laughs> no. I, no, that's not because I imagine that's actually something about. <laughs> I don't know. F failing to save Uncle Ben. <laughs> you know what? Sure. You know what? Uh, I don't think any of them have or ever do, but yeah, I get Um, we can we can re- just drop the F and just say Uncle Ben died for nothing. And there's an F in there. With four, true, so. yeah, for we'll nothing, comma Uncle Ben died. Uncle Ben died, comma for nothing. <laughs> that is a dark tier, man. Okay, D uh, and C, D and F are brutal, man. Uh, B and C, what are we thinking? Um, uh. Anything, I'm sorry, anything relating to his pizza delivery stuff? Or... Uh, B, how about like... Oh, and, and across the Spider-Verse, doesn't Miles have a B in Spanish? Oh, you're right, yeah. B in Spanish, we'll say that. Yeah, but his mom is very angry about. <laughs> I don't blame her. Understandably I don't blame her. so, by the way. I don't blame her, I'd be mad too. You spoke Spanish and your son was kind of B well, Because it. he just keeps missing class and also like, I imagine yeah. he... You know, because it's one of those things where, like, you know a language, but, like, maybe not in the way you would learn it, like, academically. No, of course, yeah. Yeah. But, see. Um, Let's think. What what could we do with that? Um, uh, I, don't, I like Uncle Ben died for nothing, but for F, I just remembered from Amazing Spider-Man 2 when Dane DeHaan's Harry Osborn goes, You're a fraud, Spider-Man! And he flips the table. Oh, my God. That is so good, too. What do we want to do? Do you want to do your fraud Spider-Man or do you want to do... Uncle I think ben you're a fraud Spider-Man. Might be a little, I, just I like think that have works like better. a death one and dropping Gwen Stacy. Yeah. You are a fraud Spider-Man. <laughs> just because it just makes me crack up because he just goes like... He said that he goes... Like he makes like a grunting sound and then he just flips a glass table. <laughs> Shout out to Dan DeHaan. I think that movie killed his career. For I feel bad for him too. <laughs> I feel, he's, he wasn't a bad actor. He's just a very... For casting choice, yeah. uh, C C C C C. Uh, ooh, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like references too. I'm like thinking of like it's, the this rent. Is, this is the brutal. rent guy from Spider Man Three. Uh, he is like you guys are seeing how funny we are in real time. It's really interesting <laughs> stuff. I'm sure. This, someone at home is like screaming out, like it's this, it's this. fucking idiots. Just think of it, idiots. I bet you, Daddy's gonna send us a text after. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's gonna, gonna be like, like I can't believe totally done this. This. Yeah, and this. I can't believe you guys could have done this. 
Um, I guess we could do a Venom reference too, but I don't really know what there is. Carnage. Okay, so. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I have something. Okay, so we know that Spider Man Homecoming, right? We know that Come Home, the Kids Miss You is like the definition of mid. So, like the Jack Harlow album. Oh, yeah. Come home, Spider-Man. Yeah, sure. Come home, Spider-Man. You've been out too late. The, the, should we just say the kids miss you? Or is it? misses you. Yeah, Ami misses you. I think that's actually funny. That's a good one. It's the layers to it. Yeah. You have to, you really have to listen to the episode to get this one. If you just like, you really have to, you really have to dig into the, you gotta dig into it. Yeah. Come home, Spider-Man. Okay, the list is okay so we're just gonna run through that S staff again. Yeah. We have Spectacular Spider-Man is S, an amazing Spider-Man is A, B in Spanish is B, Come Home Spider-Man, Aunt May misses you. Uh dropped Gwen Stacy and you are a fraud, Spider-Man. Is <laughs> Should I also well, I'll just put like I'm gonna put Err as well after that. <laughs> <laughs> okay so like, you want to go chronological and ranking these uh this i'm gonna go roughly chronological i might have one or two out of order here um that's fine we'll but we're gonna say we're just gonna go with it we'll um, start with the classic spider-man one yeah um i think i think it's a pretty amazing spider-man yeah that's the thing so like obviously we it's hard because you got to displace the nostalgia because obviously that's the factor yeah. here you, the hey, first Sam, you know you know with me that's never a problem <laughs> Yeah, the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire is pretty good. It's like one of the first. It's like a very good superhero movie in an era where like that wasn't really like a cons- thing that happened consistently. Yeah, I think Raimi does a lot of stuff well. It has a lot of Raimi isms, like and Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin is hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, amazing, unhinged character. Like the random screams he does. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> his his death is like. His death is so funny too at the end, where or, like the glider is coming at him. He just goes like, "Oh,", oh. <laughs> or and Danny quotes this. He knows it like I think by heart, but also the when he's holding the children and Mary, <laughs> and it's literally just here's a choice, Spider Man. Yeah, he's it's literally a bus full of children, or you're the love of your it's life. It's a fucking trolley problem in real life. <laughs> That's a let hide the woman you love. Yes. <laughs> or what is it? Or suffer the innocent or, children. Yeah, or suffer the I think that's there. Suffer the innocent children. Let me let me look it up, make sure we have. Oh, I think that's Willem it. Defoe alone let die the woman worst like a bee because he's fucking fantastic. Or that, suffer yeah. the little children. Let die the woman you love or suffer the little children. He truly I, is it, giving a fantastic I, I, performance in this role. If I'm being honest, I I I argue it's a. This is why I argue it's a. One, it's William. Def- it's Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Willem Dafoe is amazing. Willem Dafoe is good at it. I think Tobey yeah. Maguire does a pretty good job. I do. I like yeah. the. Is this the movie with the upside down kiss? I think that was a cool. Scene. Yes. Yes. Well, it, but that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is like there's so much like iconic Spider-Man things that originate from like for at least for the movies originate originate wow originate some, like, from yeah. this and there's some aging stuff here in these but they're older mm-hmm. uh, the bone saw stuff is really fun R.I.P. the macho man Randy yeah Savage. um i think a is good for this one it's a really good yeah. spider-man movie it's obviously aged a bit 
but I think it does a lot of stuff well. I think it does get the essence of a Spider-Man movie right. Like, yeah. Peter Parker is kind of a goofy whatever, you know? Yeah. And then he, you know, and he's very nice and he he means well, but also, like, it's hard. I and mean, it's hard to manage all of the stuff he's got to do. Yeah, no, I definitely think so. I, I think I think it lays the groundwork for all these very well. And I think it's better than most of the Spider-Man movies that are made after it. Yeah. Um, which we'll get into, but there are ones that are better than it. Yeah. Um, including it's get to the next one. It's se- <laughs> we already know Spider Man Two is ass, right? It's ass. It's yeah. it does yeah. it. It's better Spider Man action sequences. Doc Ock is great as Alfred yeah. Molina, right? Yeah, fantastic. Or Albert Molina, I believe. Yeah. Albert, but, yes, yes, fantastic in his role as Octavius. Uh. And I really just I just think of some great sequences. The bank sequence is really good. Joel McHale, shout out, is in that sequence. Also, oh, it was Alfred. You were right. I'm a fool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But the yes. bank fight is really cool. Uh, him losing his powers was actually pretty. Like that whole part was interesting, and like yeah. I thought it was like some good character stuff. Where like in a way he's able to live the life he wants because yeah. he's not Spider Man anymore, right? Like he's on time to class. He's able to his relationship with MJ is a lot healthier, mm-hmm. but. You know, he has to real, but that's kind of like the whole thing about Peter Parker or whoever puts on the Spider-Man mask. Like what makes them so compelling is like, there's a sacrifice that comes with it, right? Because there's that moment when Doc Ock throws like a car through a building. Yeah. And he just stands there and he realizes I have to do something about it. Like I can't just yeah. not be. Also, the Spider-Man train sequence, like, come on, man. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's the best. And like, it's so, it's like in a way that like sometimes feels lost. And we'll talk about this movie much later, but I think Spider-Verse does this really well. There's such mm-hmm. an uplifting moment in yeah. that movie when they, you know, protect him and they carry him on the train. Yeah. You For know? some reason, Joey Diaz is there. <laughs> he is there, right? He says something about like, he's, he's the one that get... could. Yeah. If you want to get to Spider-Man, you got to get through me. <laughs> it's a movie and that me. indulges its New York-isms a lot. Yes. There's yes. some weird stuff. I don't think it's in. Is it? It's forget which one it's in. Where it's like the Asian lady who's like singing the weird Spider-Man song. That I think is off. number three. I think that's number three. Yeah. Uh, also, we haven't mentioned them yet. I don't know how. Uh, fucking the uh, J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson. Amazing. And this has in all of these movies. This has some of his best moments. Absolutely. Um, for one, like him getting the suit, uh, putting it on his wall, wearing it in his office. Um. So like, give me back my suit. Yeah. And him like again, like the scene. Yeah, the scene where uh Peter steals the suit back and he's talking about like he's like, I he's like, I made a mistake. Like Spider-Man, we needed him. He's a hero, you know, and that's just like he's got it. He's like, I always knew he was a thief yeah. and a he was a he's a menace. He deserves to be in it's prison. Fantastic. Yeah. Who is it's, one, but just like better, like le- legitimately, yeah. like a lot of the stuff in one is improved in two. Yeah. And two also, again, it really nails the head, head on the, the nail on the, it really, wow. Let me try that again. Hits the Got nail it. on the head. There you oh go. my God. That was horrible. Um, About how it sucks to be Spider-Man. It is the absolute. It really does thing. a great job with that. Cause I think that's, yeah. I think what the Raimi movies do well Mm-hmm. And the later movies do as well, is it captures the essence of what it's like to be Spider-Man. It's tough. Yeah. You know, it he's sucks. not able to do everything that he yeah. needs to do in his life. Um yeah, and I'm, I'm like I'm I'm not even putting nostalgia. Like there's some truly heroic moments in this film. Yeah. 
And I think the Spider-Man stuff is improved in this one compared to Spider-Man One. Mm-hmm. Like the, the web, the web swinging is so amazing. It's just yeah. so fun. Um, also, uh, I have to mention the Doc Ock scene where his arms just like murder all the doctors. Oh, that's like Evil Dead shit, right? It, like... it is evil. It is ripped straight from Evil Dead, and it's incredible. I can't believe this. I can't believe the studio let him do that. That was like insane. There are uh, a little. There's a couple things that you can point out as weird like the harnessing the power of the sun stuff is a little just whatever <laughs> but again stuff like that is funny to me i like i i, I prefer that my villains do goofy things like that it's than very be, like, comic because comics get yeah. really serious right i want to make that clear yeah. like comics have a lot of range to them but it does feel very classic in that sort of evil villain with just like a machine like you know like yeah. this death machine, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I've made a. It literally is like I've made a death machine. <laughs> I've made a nuclear power source. In, yeah, in New York. Amazing. That's 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 amazing. Also, that. some of James Franco's goofiest, like the one of the best lines is what was it when like Spider Man saves him in the beginning and he says like he like dishonored me by touching me. <laughs> <laughs> he humiliated me by touching me. <laughs> him in the beginning yes he humiliated me by touching me amazing i think james franco uh, he's a problem he's a very problematic person but he does a, i think he's funny in these movies he, he's he does a really good job as harry in these movies uh mostly he's just he's very funny so, in it yeah next up spider-man 3 is a tough one to rank because this one is so tough as a movie it's bad it's a bad movie it's but well it's it's yeah, go ahead it's half of a good movie, half of a bad movie. It's not That's a great what I would film. Kind of argue. It's incredibly funny. It is so funny. And I, it's not, it doesn't mean to be funny. Let's be clear. Like, I know for a fact that not everything well, well, that I well, think is funny in this I, movie is intentional. Mm, mm, not everything can be intentional. I think mm, Raimi got screwed here because Raimi wanted Ra- to do a Sandman movie, right? He did. But let, let me, let me, mm, like, you, you say not everything means to be funny. No, emo Peter is meant to be funny. No, emo Peter's hilarious. I think yeah. that's on purpose. There's no way that was yeah. serious. That no, that was meant but to like, be funny. And like, like, yeah, because Topher Grace is. Angry, oh well, right? okay, yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, Topher, Topher Grace in Grace general makes me mistake. laugh when he's Venom, and it kills yeah. me. Like when he's like, "I like being bad. It feels so good." <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff like that. That was I don't know. It's uh there's Raimi did, Ra- yeah. Raimi did not care about venom and it's very clear and that really yeah the venom hurts stuff is just, the movie a lot yeah. uh mj is absolutely insufferable in this movie yes to me, for large yes, parts of i it. agree and she makes decisions two, that are very hard to justify like they're just very two, odd in two she makes the call to like support peter yeah as it is ventures as spider-man and understands kind of you know, like he's he's got a commitment to the city, mm-hmm. right? But then, like, she gets really like ups- like I understand. I think it's fair that there's tension in the relationship, but like yeah. unreasonably upset when he's doing she, stuff as Spider Man. Yeah, she's incredibly ununderstanding of like what being Spider Man entails. Like she like it, it, it is very like for whatever reason she kind of goes backwards in her like understanding of it and she's just like why are you like missing the gwen stacy stuff is pretty dr- gwen stacy's in this movie right she's yeah like it's it's very like for like it's very like shoved in there she's kind of a nothing and character I, gwen's it. usually not that right so that's just really weird yeah, gwen's usually cool it's like she just feels very much like a distraction in this one also yeah she kisses spider-man like makes him recreate the upside down kiss or whatever yeah it's weird uh, Peter, when he's emo, is really funny, but he also 
doesn't he slap mj he does and then it becomes less funny but um yeah. everything up until that stuff. moment everything up until that moment with emo peter is amazing um it's a and funny movie I think, if you watch Spider-Man i think a comedy it's pretty good yeah i think raimi kind of nailed like so <laughs> he he did a dvd commentary about um like for like spider-man 3 and i think um him and toby were talking about emo peter and he said like you know you can never tell like if um women are like attracted to emo peter or grossed out by it and sam was like i wanted that to be that way because like he's like i wanted to be like very like weird and entertaining to people and i want them to kind of be like what the hell well like, you know just it was very funny to see him be like yeah just because felt, people like, were kind of like off. wasn't like the girl that like was the daughter gwen, of his gwen landlord was, gwen and yeah the landlord daughter were super into emo it, peter into absolutely emo peter. yeah but like there's moments he like when he shows up at the restaurant mj's working out with gwen and he like gives like the waitress like a bribe to be like hey like go find us a new table it's now, supposed to be this. like yeah, it, that that comes later, which is amazing. <laughs> but like, um, like th- moments like that, it's supposed to be like, is he smooth or is he just like such a big nerd? But like, we're yeah. like supposed like it like he believes he's smooth. Also, you know? there's stuff in this movie that works kind of well. For example, Sandman, Sandman overall, Sandman stuff is all yeah. good for the most part to me. Yeah, I think there's actually a pretty good movie in here if it's just Sandman. <laughs> I agree. You uh, you could you could have done just Sandman and like Harry's ending. Harry's Green Goblin thing. Yeah, but with Venom, it gets way too crowded. And Harry's also kind of weirdly used in this movie. His amnesia yeah. thing was just very convenient for the yeah, duration yeah. that it lasts. Also, uh, but to speak to a little bit of good, the that like initial sequence where like Peter's trying to get the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's gonna propose to MJ. That's really cool. Because like as an audience member, like that's your investment. Like, is he gonna? And like they use the ring a lot, or like he gets it and then it gets knocked out of his hand. Like I thought that was really fun. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I can't remember a real single fight from this movie except the one at the end, which is just like a CGI. The one at the 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 fight at the end also kind of sucks. That is a problem. Yeah, Uh, it's 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 much less entertaining than any of the final uh fights in the other ones. Yeah. I think ultimately, because see, here's the thing: like this movie isn't like, I, like obviously, like just to speak to some things. Like I remember uh, when I lived in when it was just me, Danny, and the and Joey and Matthew living in Raleigh together after you and Elisa had moved out. Um, we rewatched like the this trilogy and the Amazing Spider-Man movies, and I remember when Peter's doing his thing or whatever. Joey, Danny, and I started doing the dance with him. And then Matthew just came out of his room and was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And I, I hope you all looked at him and in, in unison went, now take on this. Yeah, we literally just kept doing it. We didn't stop. <laughs> um, so now obviously, like, there's a comedic aspect of this movie, but I think ultimately it's like a C movie. I, I think C is perfect for it. Because it's super all over the place. There's moments yeah. that are like, oh, this is pretty cool. The ring fight in the beginning. Or some of the, some of the like black Spider-Man stuff is fun. The symbiote Spider-Man stuff is cool. Yeah. somewhat but it's also like incredibly crowded villain wise there's a lot of weird lines some of the actors i don't know what they're doing sometimes. yeah yeah, yeah um so but C also but yeah. also again there are very good moments in here they're very funny moments shout out to just like you know how's your pie 
amazing. Mm. <laughs> what was he say? Like, like, oh, so, so good. good. <laughs> How's your pie? So good. <laughs> James Franco's hot one in this movie. And look, that's the thing with this yeah. movie is it's not a great film. It's a pretty rough movie, but it is yeah. incredibly funny. Yeah. Even if it doesn't mean to be. So it is a fun, bad movie watch is what I would say. So I think maybe that's what's yeah. helping it in C. Like if it was like, we're, I'll talk about it. Another movie we're going to talk about that is bad and like not particularly fun. I know which one you're talking about. It would about. have fell lower. But let's talk yeah. about new. Now Toby McGuire's done. Uh, friendship with Toby McGuire ended. Andrew Garfield is our new friend. Yeah. So we're doing Amazing Spider-Man 1. Tassum 1. Uh, Andrew Garfield's it's, pretty cool. It's it's fine. Spider-Man. That that like Amazing Spider-Man one. It's fine. There's a That's lot to not like about Amazing Spider-Man one. Yeah, I think overall it's fine. I'm just gonna like BB it. I'm just listing negatives. The suit in this one is dreadful. I don't know. It looks yes, like some Nike which, dry fit thing, which is weird because the suit in Amazing Spider-Man two is a lot better. It's the um, best one. I would argue be- it's one of the best ones. It might be the best one. Um. Yeah, um, no, the suit, the suit in this one's very ugly. Uh, Lizard looks really goofy. Also, his uh, plot, I mean, okay, his plot yeah. is very, like, supervillain plot, where it's like, I want to make everyone lizards. Yeah, which, I mean, like, I kind of appreciate, but, like, Mark Webb is not... feels really a, serious, kind of outside of that, that. That's what I was going to say. Mark Webb is not a master of tone, like um, Sam Raimi is. In the Raimi like, universe, Doc Ock's yeah. plot just being, like, the hardest the power of the sun works in, like, this kind of goofy... Yeah. Cliche, comic-y, and, like, that kind of, like, you know, cliche. So, way. it's over the top, it's funny, but it's, like, yeah, like, it, it fits the kind of, like, the tone, but, like... This movie doesn't feel like that. It feels like it's trying to be a little more grounded, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like, oh, hey, Lizard Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Making the Lizard the villain, I, I, I get it to an extent, because, like, you don't want to just do one of the villains that you just covered in the Tobey Maguire ones again. But um, I don't know. It's an odd choice for like a quote unquote more grounded approach, which even like when you get to, I mean, they kind of throw that out in Amazing Spider-Man too. Like, because Electro is a villain, which is like crazy. Um, yeah, it's he's yeah, literally made of electricity. Andrew like, Garfield, I think, does his best. Uh, I'm, yeah. look, there is like the cliche with these movies where it's like Andrew Garfield is a bad Peter Parker and a good Spider-Man, and Tobey Maguire was a really good Peter Parker, but a so-so Spider-Man. Um. Andrew Garfield is Peter Parker. He's too hot. Like that's a big. That, part that of is it. his biggest problem. He's too cool. He's like a he's like yeah. a skater, but he's like an artsy it, skater guy instead it, of like kind would, of a nerd. It would be fine if they portrayed it a different way. So well, if he, he was like bullied a little bit, he like doesn't yeah, really like get if, bullied. He, but like if he was more like socially awkward, I think that would have made more sense. But he's not particularly like he he seems fine talking to people. He's very good at talking. Girls are like yeah. into him. No, they're not though. Like Gwen is, but like outside of that, they really like... no. But like, he's really smooth talking with other people, yeah, even girls. Like I could see Peter being like a nerd who like can't talk to anyone well. But yeah. Andrew Garfield's not like particularly awful at like communicating or anything. Yeah, like, it's it's just like the, the the way that the movie portrays him. They're like, oh, he's such a nerd. Like he no one like no one likes him, and like he's he's like super attractive. First of all, he's Andrew Garfield. He's hot, and he's also like he like he's like a skateboarder <laughs> he like he can like do skateboard tricks he's like tall he's like smooth talk it, it, it doesn't make sense why people hate him so much yeah. like there's no reason like it's like I what, think like 
Yeah. With Toby, it's like Toby's nerdy. We get it. He's dorky. Yeah. Like, that's like the whole He's thing. He's very yeah. dorky. He's very dorky. Also, when he is Spider-Man, I personally, I do find his, like, quipping and personality very fun. But yeah. he doesn't feel very heroic in this movie, if I'm being completely honest. Which I will forgive because he's still learning to be Spider-Man at this point. Yeah, but point, he spends but, yeah. a good chunk of the movie just hunting down the dude who killed Uncle Ben. Which since what was that the point? I mean, like he's, I, he's I, hunting I, down a guy, dude. Like, what are we doing? But, but again, it's, it's, I, I, that's fine in the sense that he learns that that's not what he needs to do. But like, it doesn't make him yeah. very like. I don't because here's the thing. I think that's I, I get what you're saying. Where like there's a bit of like a flaw. Like he doesn't quite understand what he's supposed to be doing with his gift. Yeah, it's it's like it's like I defend. Um, I'll defend Man of Steel for like the Superman killing Zod thing because people are like Superman doesn't kill. Like that's not like you know. Superman I get it because Zod, it's yeah. like he killed someone and he feels like I never want to. Well, the do problem that is again. it doesn't feel like he learned to let his lesson in Batman versus. <laughs> No, exactly. Exactly. That's true. But like, I, like in the moment, like if you put that movie in a vacuum, I get it. Like you see like how much that hurt him to do that. Like I, I get it. Um, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But, but like, I, I get it in that sense. If you wanted to show it that way. Um, but, but I don't feel like you like, I feel like as an audience member, you don't really get to like, like this version of Peter enough to the point where you like understand yeah, him going yeah. through that journey a little bit. And then by the end of the movie, he feels more like a hero. Or like, mm-hmm. there's like the sequence where like he saves people on like I think one of the uh, the Brooklyn Bridge or Manhattan whatever like yeah. a bridge sequence yeah. where he saves some some child and I think that's like a moment for him where he realizes what he should be doing, but yeah the Uncle Ben death is whatever it's it's kind of like it was in the Raimi trilogy I actually think they, it's a little dumber I I agree it is and I I find it funny they tried to find a different way to say um with great power quote, comes right? great responsibility he says something different that's like a like the same thing but it's said differently but it just sounds worse <laughs> well also um, it's it's martin sheen is his dad right yeah yeah um and i think a great video that documents why both of the tassim movies are bad uh, cosmonaut marcus makes great videos and he talks about these movies and he does a great job i think pointing out the problems and one thing he points out really well is how dumb uncle ben's death in this movie is he runs toward the gun that's on the ground and like yells like what happens is like the guy who robs like the convenience store is like running and he trips and like his gun like falls out of his pocket or his coat or whatever and then instead of like kind of like stepping away or maybe being more stealthy in the situation he just like yells runs up to the gun and starts wrestling the guy for it and then he gets shot in the stomach because of it Mm -hmm. yeah it's really rough it is really rough yeah Uh, i think that's the problem is like what you don't really get a lot of personality i feel like i honestly don't there's not a lot to get from andrew garfield's peter parker and by the time he becomes spider-man yeah i do find his quipping kind of funny but i don't know i also do find him very he is very easy to not like is what i will say yeah i got um, that also uh another this is reference Here, here's this is this is what he says by the way at one point you do um, good things for you, other you, people. Yeah, you are a lot like your father. You really are, Peter, and that's a good thing. But your father, he lived by a philosophy, a principle, really. He believed that if you could do good things for other people, you had a moral obligation to do those things. That's what what's at stake here, not choice, responsibility. Oh, that's another negative for both of these movies. Peter's parents don't matter. 
Um, since when do they matter? In these movies, oh, they oh, matter okay. a I, lot. Yes, yes. Okay, I thought you were going to say, I was like, no, that the problem is that they matter too much. Yes, you're, you're right. Yeah. They, they really went in on the like what happened to peter's parents it's which never is, that important yeah no one cares about this that. is a big part of spider-man that like anyone could have got bit that day and could have yeah. become spider-man but the way they do the parent plot this is going into the second one it's essentially sounds like it's predestined like his dad yeah. developed the spider and the spider ends up biting his son yeah it's it's all so dumb it, it yeah but for me like i think this like first one's like a I think this is in dropped one, Stacy, because the sequel yeah. is worse, and it needs to be noted that it is worse. It is worse, yeah. Uh, I do know. Yeah, I, I think do know we're we're kind of yeah. yeah. We need to maybe take a break, and then we'll come back. And just this movie's dreadful. So yeah, this one's awful. Yeah, we'll, right, we'll be back to the next one, and we'll be right back. Yep. Okay, we're back. Let's talk about the Amazing Spider-Man Two. It's anything. <laughs> is there anything positive? You mentioned the suit. The, suit, is um, the suit. The the suit is one of the best ones. Uh, let's let's be real there. So it has the suit, right? Probably of all the live action iterations, it has like a very his suit is really good. At yeah, this one. I don't know and, why it got why they like it's so weird the suit changing from movie to yeah. movie. It's like fine, but like because I guess the logic is like he's gotten better at the job, so he's gotten a better suit, probably made a better yeah. suit. But it's just really funny how the suit's pretty rough in the first one, and then I think really good in this one. So let let me be nice first, okay. One, the suit is better, as we said. Okay. Two, Andrew, Andrew Garfield's still a pretty good actor in this. Um, not as much Peter, like, in school stuff, so that's no, not as much which... of a criticism. I forgot, yeah. in the first Amazing Spider-Man, by the way, there's a dumb basketball scene. Yes. Does he just, like, break? Yeah. He, he he also, like, launches a football, and doesn't he dent, like, the field goal yeah, post? Something. Has Halle Berry taught the first us something one? about doing playing athletics in a superhero film? <laughs> Yeah, let's rank all the Catwoman movies. <laughs> There's one. F. Count Catwoman. Anne Hathaway and uh, Zoe Kravitz No, no, I'm, I'm in solo movies. Yeah, I know. They got there in the few of them. But the one. Yeah, the one solo movie's terrible. Um, yeah, so like... Okay, so Andrew Garfield's still like pretty good. Um, what was the other thing I was thinking of andrew garfield's oh, quotes oh, are funny oh. in this one even though they oh. result in the death of thousands I, of people yes i remember the four, the third thing um he the the movie could have been much worse if the studio didn't cut some things <laughs> apparently yeah there's like do, do you know about the twist at the end that got cut I don't know. I know they cut stuff, and I know people are generally like, thank God, this movie was already clusterfuck. This would have just made it more... Okay, so... so let, but I let don't know exactly you, what they let did. Let me give you a few things here. The most mid-2010s casting of all time, Shalane Woodley as Mary Jane got cut from the movie, and they they filmed like multiple scenes with her, but oh they all got God. cut. Divergence very own, Shalane Woodley. Yeah, and that was Woman like... Clay. I think that they were going to, like, have, like, her and Pete become... Er, Pete, wow. Her and Pete. I don't think anyone's ever called him Pete. I think I think her, his family, like, I think Uncle Ben calls him Pete. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, sure. Um, Her and Peter were going to be, like, kind of flirty when him and Gwen were on the rocks. And then, like, in Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 3, she would have been the main love interest, right? Gwen dies um, in this movie. Spoiler. Yeah, which is typically, like, how a lot of, like, Spider-Man stories have gone. Like, Gwen's the first girlfriend, she dies, and then Mary Jane. Um... But 
the um they cut all that and then they also cut see as you were talking about like there's a lot of like stuff about peter's parents right um particularly Too much this, stuff about his parents particularly in this one um yeah he's like actively like trying to find out about like his parents and can they do the whole cliche like he's got like the cork board and like that is what that that scene is horrible <laughs> And that stupid song's playing in the background, right? The yeah, it's for the Philip Phillips song. For you, yeah. And he's just, the best part of that is he just Googles, like, what is Roosevelt with two question marks? <laughs> I love it when the characters just know exactly what to type into Google. Yeah. What is Roosevelt? <laughs> like, that would give you a meaningful result. It'd give you it's too like many. Teddy, Franklin, I don't Franklin, know. Franklin, uh, there's yeah. buildings and streets named after them. Like, um, also, but- um but another thing a, about that scene, but but real quick real, well actually yeah, actually yeah keep going we talk about the scene well, i was gonna say nothing about that scene it's just shoved in the movie there's no real logical progress he's like sad i forget what happens yeah is it him and gwen getting in a fight i think so yeah or something or is gwen dead at this point i don't know no gwen doesn't die it's like near the end yeah but like something happens whether it's with gwen or maybe like you know he has a fight that doesn't go well or whatever and then it's just like okay i'm gonna look for my parents now yeah it's find it incredibly random when it happens. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, so the alternate ending that got cut, um, this movie ends with he's about to fight the rhino, and then it just, like, cuts on, cuts to black. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I got, like, you know, he's like, stands up and saves a kid, and then, like, you know, whatever. The kid should have That's not the alternate ending, but the alternate ending was going to be that he would be at, I think, Wen's grave, and then his dad shows up, and his dad is alive, and he's been in hiding for years. Oh my god! They were gonna do that, and that was they cut it. Thank God, but that These was people a understand. Twist. Like, here's the thing, right? Like, you can yeah. have creative interpretations of characters. But there's kind of like core things about a character that make them the character they are. Canon events, if you will. Not even (laughs) canon events, which will, yeah. But like, it's more just like the, the, like, you know, like what I like about Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is like the nerdy Peter Parker, the heroic moments. What's kind of rough in Amazing Spider-Man 1 is like, yeah, I get growing pains for the Spider-Man character, but like Andrew Garfield's character doesn't seem particularly likable to me in the first mm-hmm. one. And then he becomes heroic. Sure. But, and you know, he's not particularly that he doesn't have that nerdy wallflower quality, but also yeah. in this, like Peter's parents have not been in, I've consumed like a decent amount of Spider-Man media. I'm not a comic book guy, but I've watched yeah. a couple of the animated shows. I've watched all of these movies. His parents don't really ever get talked about. So this movie's obsession with yeah. writing a parent storyline is insane to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, another big, yeah, yeah go ahead. just with like another big promise movie because I, I we could talk about everything that's bad about for a long time. Terrible villains across the board, and there's like four. Yeah. So who do we have? We have Electro, we, who is who is awful. <laughs> Electro is terrible. Jamie Fox, talented guy, come but... back together. Yeah, Jamie Foxx, talented enough guy, but this he's like pretty bad in this. Greatly improved in a uh, in No Way Home, yeah. Um, who else is there? Uh, Great Green Amanda Goblin, Hans Green Goblin, <laughs> which is awful as well. Killed um, his career, as you said. Pro- yeah, mostly killed his career. I think I I, I don't think Dane's been as big of a name since then. Um, 
who else is there? F- Felicity Huffman's in this movie, and I think she would have been Black Cat if it went on. Um, oh, she is. She's like she works at Oscorp, right? Yeah, I think she would have been Black Cat. Like secretary say. Type. Yeah, let me. Well, her name's Felicity. Isn't that what Black Cat's real name is? Maybe that's just why people say. It. Is it Felicity Huffman? Is that what I'm thinking of? Um, no, it's the Rogue One person. What's her name? Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. Wasn't her Jones. her name's not like Black Cat's name is not Felicity, but it wasn't it like the name of that character. Maybe I don't know. I got I got double check, but yeah, Felicity Jones. Yeah, she I was think people said that she was gonna be very Black Gwen Cat. in Spider Man Three, and that like, why is she here? Felicity. Fel- no, it's her. Her Felicia. name is Felicity Jones. She's playing Felicia Hardy. Okay. So I wasn't too off. Yeah. Okay. She's 39. Wow. Looking good, Felicity. <laughs> That's my biggest takeaway from this is how old but that, that was the thing. She was in this. Bonk. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll bonk. Uh, well, we'll that. Just... But actually, yeah, no, about 39. She's almost 40. I didn't think she was almost 39. 39. Felicity. Yeah. But uh, also bonk. Yeah, um, if you want to see Felicity Jones in a movie, watch Rogue One. <laughs> Dude, I'll watch Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2. Yeah, and one more thing I'll just add that makes this movie awful. Also, to one thing that's good, this movie has a very cool opening. Yeah, it's yeah. like it shows like the logo on screen, and then it like it's the the logo on his back, and he's like sky, like he's like falling through the sky. Yeah, of, like he jumps off. In, some of the best web swing we've ever seen is in that. Yeah, they opening. do like some Super of the fun. Spider-Man stuff, and I I think some of the quips are funny. I do yeah. get the criticism that he's making quips while active terror is happening <laughs> yeah we'll, 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 we'll say it's how he copes <laughs> but i think it's funny but here's yeah. another thing that's weird the crowd behavior in this movie yes yes no one is ever very much running away from anything like the reason i made the joke that the kid deserves to die why are people watching him fight the rhino like it's a wwe like it's yeah like a the rhino's WWE like event. the rhino's like ah oh, i will kill everybody ah and then he just like walks up and like his parents don't stop him no police officers go kid go back yeah, obviously like, like i'm not saying people if that's what people wouldn't want to try and watch but there's not enough pandemonium for yeah dealing absolutely with this. agree absolutely even agree. if it happens a lot in your city you would still be freaking out yeah Okay, yeah, um, put it in. Put it in the it's tier. A, yeah, it, we, and most because we have we talk, talk about how terrible it is, but appropriate. We by the way, the quote moving. comes from this movie. Uh, the you are a fraud, Spider Man comes from Amazing. It's a, oh yes, yes, you are a fraud, Spider Man. Oh uh, <laughs> there's a moment in this movie where Dave DeHaan literally says, "Because because Dave DeHaan, I'm not. We're not going to get to it. He wants Spider Man's blood to cure his yeah. illness, and yeah. he says something like." He's like, he could do everything. A spider can. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did they put that? I don't know why. In a Raimi film. That's amazing. That feels, like, in, in a, I don't know. In a different movie, like, even in the Holland movies, that could be, like, a funny call-out to, like, yeah. you know, like Spider-Man jingle. But it was just really funny in the scene being kind of serious and him just saying he can do anything. He can do anything. A spider can. And then, like, two minutes later, he flips over a table, so... You are a fraud, Spider-Man. <laughs> I think that's yeah. the opening for the episode this week. It's just I'm like going to find fraud, it. I'm going to find all the Dane DeHaan lines, frankly. Yeah. Like, he's oh got some God. crazy lines. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to... we we've Homecoming. We have, yeah. we have broken up with Andrew Garfield, and now we're dating an exciting new guy in Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Who uh, His trilogy is a really interesting one, because none of them are bad. 
to me. I'm no. Not, but like, I don't know how I would rank them. It's weird. I think, uh, like, to off the rip, I think Homecoming's pretty good. Um, I think Homecoming is quite good, and I think it kind yeah. of gets. I think people because like, there's a lot of reasons to not like the MCU and where it is now. I think Homecoming gets a bad rep sometimes. Homecoming is very good. Yeah. Um. Tom because Holland does a good job in it. It it does a good job establishing his Spider Man. Tom Holland's a good Spider Man. Just in yeah, general. he's a good one. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah. good at both roles of it. He's dorky and nerdy. But here's the thing too, is like he's dorky and nerdy, but like he is also like an attract like he's got like an attractive quality to him, but like he, they balance it very well with his nerdiness. You know? Yeah. So yeah. you know, like it, it's feasible that a kid like him would get bullied, but it's also realistic that like people would take to him and like him. Yeah. Know? Um yeah, really no, I, like, yeah, I think I think he's good. Um feels right. I think he's good in this. Michael, yeah, feels very he, that that's a big thing. It's the first time Spider-Man actually feels like a high schooler, high schooler, honestly. Um, in the sense that like you can look at him and go, like, yeah, I could see it. Like, you know, Tom Holland's like, boyish face, yeah. very good at acting like a high schooler. Also, yeah. like this movie very much calls on like that breakfast club, like you know, those like Ferris Bueller mm-hmm. type energy. And I think that's really cool. Because like it feels yeah. like a high school superhero movie. Yeah, it, it's it's appropriately pretty small scale. Um, I, I like, I get like having Iron Man in it. I don't mind it, but it may have been nice to not have that just to like keep it so small scale. You know what I mean? But, but he's um, him being in it doesn't particularly. It's, no, yeah, it's anything. fine. It 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 doesn't it doesn't really matter this I was movie saying, does like, a it's, good it's job fun. too like with what i think amazing spider-man one failed at which is like he develops like he fucks up right there with the ship and yeah. he's trying to pull it yeah. together and iron man chews him out and he learns a lesson he's got that very inspiration uh, doesn't he take his suit away he does yeah and he has to like go out in his like crappy like pajamas suit yeah, that he had. he's like caught under the building and he's like whimpering and he's like kind of feels defeated but he has a heroic moment like where he like He's in like a tattered sweatsuit costume and he like pulls up or pushes up like that massive chunk of yeah. debris to like yeah. keep himself to help get himself out of that situation. That was really cool because that's very heroic, inspirational. Yeah. It shows growth in his character. So Yeah. I think I think it's a B, personally. I think it's a B. I think it's really good. Well, my question if it's a B, is it the worst of the three? No, 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 it's not. And I'll get to that. Um, I think Homecoming is probably the best of them. I personally would argue Homecoming as an A because it does. There's not a lot it doesn't do well. I think the MCU humor works fine in this movie because it's framed very like high schooly, you know, that kind Mm -hmm. of style. Um, Uses music kind of pretty well. James Gunn is obviously like the MCU kind of originator of that, but like the music is used very well. For, has a lot from, of personality. I get the criticisms, like he's a trust fund Spider-Man at this point in his life. I, but... I don't particularly care about that. For me, what keeps me away from like putting in A or S is that like the stuff that I know is gonna S. go in those. Was that it's not an S. I wouldn't argue. No, S. I know. It's it it's John Watts that does it for me. John Watts does not have like a distinct style, you know. He does not have like anything that separates these movies like visually or like in like they they very much just look like MCU movies and they don't have anything about them that's like particularly fresh looking. 
And that's just something for me that I really like about Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, is that they are very, like, they're very distinctly look like Raimi movies. But I think Homecoming has at least a bit of its own personality. I do agree that it feels like it loses that as the yeah. series progresses. You know, I, I, well, I, I can live with it nay, though. I can live with it nay. And look, we didn't really but, talk about it. But, I, I think but Keaton I'm putting like it nay. Yeah. I'm putting it in A, but I, I just want to put this. I, I it's Spider-Man is an A, like Raimi Spider-Man. This is an A minus in my book. Okay? Yeah, I mean, there's levels within this. I'm just making sure, sure that's clear. Yeah, but I'm saying like I think Homecoming does a really good job. I think the character was in a pretty rough spot after the Sony fuck up with both yeah. of the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man movies. So this is a good job. I like it. Skips the Uncle Ben stuff. I think that was a great move. Just, mm-hmm. He's already Spider-Man. Let's just skip all the you know because we get it at this point. That was good. Yeah. I think Keaton's a really, I think Keaton's a good villain. You know, like it does a good job in the MCU context of like a guy who got fucked over by the impacts of the Avengers stuff. I think that's kind of cool to show that a little bit because like I'm sure people's lives would be greatly affected by the stuff that happens in the MCU yeah. universe. Right. Yeah. So I think it does a lot of stuff well. And mm-hmm. It's stuff that doesn't really happen in the next two. Not so the next two aren't bad, but I think yeah. Homecoming is the best of the three. Yeah. What's so far from home? I think I we so can agree. To it's say about this movie. I like it. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I like it. it. A lot of it hinges on Gyllenhaal being a maniac. That is the he's most funny in this movie. He's he's really funny in it, and like good villain. He's a good villain. I appreciate like how over the top he is in like the back half of it. Um, he's just yeah, going he's crazy. Good... Like he, he's, like... he's fun. Uh, this is the first one where we get like the. Is this the first one where we get the whole like he's dealing with Iron Man not being around anymore? Yeah, yeah. That stuff was pretty cool to me. Like that yeah. was in... that was cool to show him kind of dealing with him having to really be his own man, the own mm-hmm. superhero his own character in a way. So that was cool. Uh, the use of the different Spider-Man suits comes up in this one. I think that was fun. I appreciate the night monkey. I do. I enjoy that as a gag. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy some of the, I enjoy some of the, the fights are cool in this one. I enjoy the Gyllenhaal. I enjoy how Gyllenhaal presents himself and then pivots. Yeah. I like seeing more of MJ's character in this one as well. Yeah, Zendaya gets to do way more in this one, and she's really yeah, good. She's good in it. I like. I like her. Ned's, Ned's of good MJ. in all of these. I have nothing yeah. to say about Ned. Yeah, I think it's a B. It's good. It just. Like, I don't know how to explain. There's like, what is it? It's hard to explain how it's like a little worse than the first one. It's just. It just doesn't hit the same notes, and it doesn't. I guess have it that feels same, like, a bit retread. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like it does. There's like some cool character stuff, like Jake Gyllenhaal is a good villain. Mm-hmm. All in Spider-Man is Peter Parker goes through some things. I think that stuff's cool. Yeah, but yeah, there's like I think I think the ending kind of starts. It takes a while. I don't know. Something about the end always felt really long. Yeah, yeah. It has a cool thing at the end though, with like the Jake Gyllenhaal like is dead, right? Yeah, he he gets he gets killed. Yeah. Yeah, but like he like. Has like he like does like a troll job, where you know he sends out the video clips to make it look like Spider Man's a maniac. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like the whole like he, he like takes the you know what I mean. Like he basically like yeah, puts out yeah. false information. You get a cool uh, J Jonah Jameson with J K Simmons thing, I think, right at that point mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so that was definitely. nice, nice touch at the end. But yeah, I think it feels like a retread, and I'd have to. I haven't watched it in a while, so I'd be interested to rewatch it. 
there's just some stuff. I think it just drags a bit, maybe, is what I'm thinking. I agree. That doesn't always have momentum. So still a pretty still a pretty damn good film, but I think rightfully falls in B behind those. But it's not better than Homecoming. It's not better than Spider-Man 1 and 2. Yeah. Next. How do you talk about No Way Home? Um, mid. I'm going to say it. <laughs> it's, it's, no. it's, it's pretty good. It is highly flawed. It rides and hard it, on the fan service. Yes, it rides way too hard on fan service. Um, no Way Home it's, felt like an event. When I yes. Even though it's fairly underwhelming in a lot of aspects, in my opinion. I do um, like the Toby Andrew stuff. Yeah, but some good jokes. Andrew Garfield shines, I think. Mm, yeah, but the, my my biggest problem with this one, I feel like this is the weakest screenplay out of all of them. <laughs> like out of that's like, the thing. Like the way out of the, get the this point. this is where John Watts gets kind of exposed for being a little bit of a hack or very much a hack. Is like he's really just like a studio guy that they put there to like make these movies. When the screenplay is not that strong, he does not do anything to like elevate. Yeah, you know, a lot of good like, elements. But yeah. not a lot of good, like a lot of good ideas. A lot of right? sloppy execution. Yeah, connection. The connective tissue behind all of these strong elements is not great. Like, yeah. I like the, the trio when they get together. I think Andrew Garfield does shine in this movie. Like, he's very good. Yeah. I can see why people like him as Spider-Man. He is funny and, like, self-deprecating and interesting. I, I think, I would argue, I think you took way too long to get them all together. I think that I happened too. I don't too. understand. The I don't think it feels very rushed. Yeah, I don't understand why it's nest like mostly a third act thing. Um, or like at least like the back hat. I you could I think it got them introduced like a half hour earlier and had more time between yeah, the three of them is, to like develop a bond yeah. and like you know. I do like P I like the choice at the end that he has to make. Yeah. Because that is a Spider-Man thing to yeah, choose yeah. the well-being of the world over yourself. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, uh, we get like a very brief glimpse at a new suit. I think that suit looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's the one yeah. he stitches together. I think the like, I think people wanted him to be like more because he feels very trust fund, you know, because he had Iron Man money and Iron Man's, but he is set to zero. Yeah. At the end of the movie, he is Peter Parker. He's broke. He doesn't have the prospects which, and everything. Which, though, I'm gonna argue like. It makes you wonder why did they do this very roundabout route to get there to get him there? That's fair, but I think I, it's... like I don't understand. Like I don't, um, I don't get like why you need to do that. Like unless it's like, oh, we want to make him more relatable. It's like I guess it's part but... of the choice he has to make, right? Because there's like, yeah, a... and you can argue like, the like the but they're the ones that... of the choices. But, but the writers and the studios are the ones that are creating that choice, and I just kind of wonder why it was so important to like make him poor. It's like you know, it's not even like, making him poor. I guess it's sad because, like, also like he like the the like romantic relationship he had developed is gone. His friendships are gone. Yeah, but it's not, I, it's a, it does showcase the selflessness of the character, which is like a very strong element yeah. of. But I, I I get it. Like the the choice itself feels like a very like it's like why are these the rules? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like kind why do we have to put him there? I I I always struggle with that. It's like why? I thought the Aunt May death was pretty. Like I, I like that the scene with him talking to her as she's dying was pretty good. Yeah. But like I don't know. Well, again, it's the the biggest 
the biggest thing this movie has going for it is like getting the villains back, getting the old Spider-Man back. They're all good. They're all fun. Everyone's acting um, pretty good. Willem Dafoe's really good. Uh, yeah, Alfred Molina's good again. It's it's just certain things that like I Sandman do. doesn't make sense. Sandman does not make sense. Like, I, why is he against them? Like, why are they even fighting him near the end of the movie? I I don't know. And like Jamie Foxx's like, persuasion pitch is pretty weak. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't it doesn't work on Doc Ock, does it? Like he just doesn't. No, Doc Ock just helps them. Uh, once he He's gets like this is dumb. Broken. Sandman probably would listen as well. The the fact that Sandman turns on Peter so quickly makes no sense. That's like I I do not get it. Like it 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 makes no sense. Um, I also like think that the limitations of not being able to get like Thomas, I think his name is like Thomas Hayden Church, and then um. The guy who plays the lizard back also are very telling because the only times you see them are through like archival footage when they're turned back into humans and then like they don't appear for the rest of the movie, <laughs> um, which was also it's just very awkward. It's it's just very apparent that they couldn't get them to the come back. The stuff is cool. The like there's things that they do well. The webs. I know people have pointed this out where like they all move distinctly from one another. They're like web slinging styles like. You know, yeah, Tom Holland is gym, a gym, former gymnast, so he's got that flair. Andrew yeah. Garfield swings very loosely. Uh, to- uh, Tobey Maguire's is very like kind of stiffer. It's stiffer, more yeah. fundamental. I I like the that. fact that you know they can joke about like the fact that you know Tom can actually or not Tom, sorry, that Toby can actually make his own web. Yeah, that, like, those, yeah. But, there's yeah. some good stuff, but I agree there is a lot of just like the the movie does drag at different points. It doesn't, uh, have, it, film, it doesn't have meat. It doesn't have meat on the bones. I That's the biggest problem. I don't agree with the beginning of the film where like him and yeah. Peter and his friends can't get accepted into fucking college. So such so insane. How is that possible? I just don't think that the reaction yeah. to like their like involvement in this stuff would be they won't get into college. Also, the the spell, the spell that they do, it makes no sense. Can I point this out? Like, this is the thing that always, like, when I was watching it, they just kept changing the rules. So it was like, oh, anyone who knows who Spider-Man is is brought into this universe, right? Um, so where where are the Aunt Mays? Where are the Gwens? Where are the Mary Janes? Where are where's Dane DeHaan, dude? Like, <laughs> I want more Dane DeHaan in my where's Spider-Man. Dane? <laughs> where's Dane, man? Give him a shot to redeem himself. Um, um there's like it, it it it's it's just so i don't know like the, the whole like spell or whatever they did to like make this happen makes no sense um benedict cumberbatch is cool in this one i like the fight scene with him and spider-man and like the yeah yeah but all in it, all there, it's a there's movie just, with... it's, it's 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 just too frustrating for me to it's watch. a great movie it's like, for fan service like if you like i watched it but i i don't care about fan service well, that's the thing. i thing. watched it yeah. here's what i'll say i watched it yeah. i enjoyed it but here's the thing i don't ever really feel like watching this movie again yeah i got my, I, my hit of seeing them together and i was like oh this is a great childhood I, yeah i i think it's like a c personally like that's like that's i feel the same way about it, it was like an enjoyable enough i think watch, it's a c but, but i do think there's at least a little more like I agree, the connections aren't great, but like it's a little more put together than Spider-Man Three. Yeah, sure, kinda. <laughs> it has a more like the vision is a lot more clear. Like everyone wanted this to be. There, there is there is less apparent studio interference. Spider-Man um, Three feels like two different films that got. Yeah, together. yeah. 
even though lot. even though this movie is entirely just made of studio interference i i completely believe but that everyone wanted like, the studio to run it, the that that like it's not like john watts was against the studio vision because he is a hack yeah so um, if you want to switch those two and just if we want to just do it like that i guess yeah like i, I mean i think that like yeah i guess like this sure yeah but this it is around the other one yeah whatever i don't think it might but be too next much, but yeah Next, we've got uh, this movie is amazing. It's so good. We're not yeah. Into this is into the Spider Verse, the first one. Um, this is I not think going anywhere year. but as. Yeah, sorry. I was gonna say easy. Um, there's nothing I you, like. I, awesome. I'm not a film. Really critic. cool. You're way more of a film guy than me. Yeah, but I legitimately don't really see anything wrong with this movie. There really isn't in my eyes. Uh, that like uh, anything that's like soup like off the top of my head let me think um it'd be nitpicky if we're getting into what's wrong with the movie. it would be nitpicky that's yeah it's the animation is beautiful it's super fun um i think that kingpin is a really cool villain to have in here um there's like genuine surprises like the fact that the peter and miles's dimension gets killed like that was like shocking to watch, yeah, Spider-Man know? dies in like the first 15 minutes of a Spider-Man yeah. movie. Yeah. Um also all the voice acting performances are incredible. Yeah. Shamik uh, Moore, Haley Steinfeld, Jake Johnson, Mahershal Nick Ali. Cage, Mahershal, Mahershal Ali, Ali as uh, Uncle Uncle Aaron, the Prowler, really great. Um Peter uh, Miles' parents, his mom and dad, I don't know who their voice act. Oh, the dad is David Tyree Wilson, I think. I think that's true. Yeah. Like fantastic, like, just incredible voice cast. Like everyone does a great job. Yeah, and the animation um, is absurd. They yeah, there's an incredible video I think by Wired on how they animated this movie. Insane. They had to come up with stuff that hadn't been done before. They had to kind of like yeah, break yeah. the animation software to like yeah. put it kind of in layman's terms to get this movie to look the way it does. It's beautiful. It's like comic book with like the stop motion equality these 3d ish elements the funniest thing the funny thing too is like this movie was like incredibly well received fans loved it um critics loved it i think it's like the lowest grossing because adults of yeah of the spider-man movie uh, western media's understanding of what an animated film is is ridiculous yeah of course yeah no it, it it made less than amazing spider-man 2 which is pretty crazy because um, like everyone thinks if it's animated it's for kids animation is an art form and if there's a movie that exemplifies like there's a lot of great animated movies the studio ghibli movie studio ghibli movies anime like yeah shows but this film is incredible and i don't really have much else to say about it animation's good voice acting's good plot is real i think the plot's great plot is good mm-hmm. and tight to me um, and yeah. also the music, both the license, like the music that Metro, uh, not Metro didn't do the first soundtrack. No, no, no. It was just music, a collection of a bunch like, of actors. Yeah, like that they created for this film, like the songs and also the Daniel Pemberton, I believe, score mm-hmm. are both used incredibly well. Like yeah. the Spider-Verse soundtrack for both of these movies is okay, but in the context of the film and how they use it, it's make it like elevates the songs and the movie. So, yeah. Yeah, I personally think that this movie is better than Spider-Man Two, but it doesn't really matter. If we're they're all S tier, but this movie they're all S tier. I think it, if we were to put them in order, it's very interchangeable. It's hard to say. Like, I think I prefer Spider-Man Two to the two of them, but like, it's not a huge gap at all. 
Um, Miles Morales yeah. is sick. And yeah, that, that's that's another thing too. Having Miles as the main characters just feels so much fresher. Like, yeah, he's very relate. Like, he's such an easy yeah. character to connect with through his journey. And at the yeah. end, when he jumps off the building and the score swells and he has his heroic moment, it feels yep. so earned as you have watched him struggle with the physical and mental aspects associated with the power he's been given. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Really cool. Um. We'll keep this moving to the next one here, but just because we don't want this episode to be like crazy long. We'll move quick um, on these. The, I don't these next questions. three will knock off in a second, I think. Uh, I think we could talk about both Venom movies at once. They're the same movie. They are the same movie. I think that Let There Be Carnage is just probably like a little more competent, but Venom 1 is it's like funnier to me. Funnier Venom because one. it's so stupid. Well, actually, no, Venom... Let There Be Carnage does have some magic moments that are really funny, though, too. Like, the fact that there's, like, a coming out analogy between Venom, like, leaving Eddie and, like... This is the club, yeah. Him being, like, a gay club, like, a seemingly gay-friendly club. It's really funny. being, like, I'm I'm on my own. I am, like, the... And everyone's, like, yes, speak your truth, I'm giving him Bane voice instead of Venom. That's my bad. Um... I'm just gonna give him Bane voice. I, I don't know how to do Bane voice. It's, it's Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on my own now. I've uh, just and the decided. crowd just thinking he's talking yeah. about coming out and saying I left. I've left. I left that man. I am. It's very stupid. It's very funny. Hey guys, so you may have seen heard an abrupt cut as we were about to talk about the Venom duo, or we had started talking about the Venom duo and Morbius. Yeah. Um. Weird fire alarm stuff going on in my building. I'm fine. Everyone who lives here is fine. There doesn't seem to be an actual fire from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and just quickly wrap up the actual episode here. So let's yep. talk about the Venom duo. Venom yeah, I mean, we kind of, I think we kind of like talked about that. Like they're, they're, they're dumb. They're really not that good. They're really funny are. to watch with friends, but they are dumb. Yeah. Like I think they're D movies, you know, I think that's fair to put them in D I, I don't know if you disagree with me, but um Do you think I yeah, I don't know. Part of one says like two could be like a C but no, nah, they're too flawed. That that they're too dumb. Like I like they're you know they're they're really I do funny, really like the dumb. Eddie Venom romantic comedy stuff. I kinda wish that was more of the movie. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of a funny way to do a movie with the characters, but yeah. I, I also want to give a shout out to Venom 2 for having, I think, one of the most clearly like cut down openings to any movie the first 15 minutes of this movie fly because they are just like bouncing from scene to scene because there's just so there's just so much footage that obviously just got like thrown in the trash can like it's it's so funny um so i could do one i I think d for both of them like whichever one you think hardy's having fun even though sometimes i ask myself is tom hardy a good actor when i'm watching these movies but he's not woody harrelson had a lot of fun he did, yeah. Good for Woody. I completely forgot he was the villain cards, but yeah, but he's yeah, funny. good for him. They're yeah. funny. It, I would, I think, I would recommend watching Venom's over the Amazing Spider-Man though, because they are more fun. I I agree with that. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man movies are both very boring and rough experiences, which is yeah. a big cardinal sin when you're a bad movie. Yeah. Um, Morbius. Not much to say. It's an F worse than Venom. we 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 all know it we all know the memes it's neff we don't need to say too much about it the movie itself uh, that's the thing venom is like a funny movie whether it means to be one or not 
Yeah. Warbase is only funny because the rest of the internet made it funny. It is not actually funny to watch. Yeah, there's like one or two scenes that are like hilarious to watch, but the rest of it is very painful. Matt Smith is um, doing his best as the weird looking man he is, but it's yeah. a rough movie. Um, I'm happy to be in the club that saw it opening night, um, Thursday night, Morbius. Helps him make more bucks. Yep, more <laughs> as you said, more billions for Morbius. Um more billions for Morbius. Yeah. Highest grossing uh, film of all time. Don't look it up. Absolutely. But yeah, it's an F. It's it's, it's like the worst. It's the worst. It's Jared so Leto bad. sucks. That is the movie. Yeah. It's so bad. Um and okay, so the last one day. we Yeah, present day. I feel like we can't go to too many like details, details about it because it's so new. And I don't It's also want, yeah, like... recency bias. I think it's yeah. an S. <laughs> it's an S. Yeah, it's it's an S. It's, it's so... is it better than the first one? I feel like I need to think about that more. I pers the the only reason that I say no. Okay, so like it, it it's complicated actually. Um it, it's better looking. It is so beautiful. Somehow, right? Somehow. Yeah. It's more creative. More creative in my opinion. Gwen is a co-lead, I think, in this movie. Yeah. At least for the opening. She's like a very important part of the film, and that she gets a, a lot of great characterization for Gwen and yeah. Miles. As well as Miles' parents. Yeah. My, like that my, dynamic between him and his family was very well done. Yeah. And there's still more to it. Moment to moment, excellent. Um, Soundtrack complaint... is incredible. Yeah. Like, the score is fantastic. I watched it yeah. again earlier this week, uh, and it's insane. Like, the, like you can, like, you, like, watching it again, I, like, tried to listen in for it you know like when gwen shows up there's a lot of drums and stuff because she's a drummer mm -hmm. when miles is there like his heroic kind of theme from the first one is there when it's yeah. miguel it's like that kind of menacing futuristic synth stuff and then like the theme at the end of the movie where they combine miles with the prowler theme with Gwen's very theme very with cool very obi's cool. like punk rock thing spider punk's punk rock theme it's really cool mm -hmm. yeah so my characters are great too yeah my there. only complaint about the movie is that it feels and it is because it is one it feels incredibly feels like yes because it's i understand cliffhanger it's, but it's incredibly it's it's a, it's a great cliffhanger it's but i feel like there's a lot of things that just like i understand it's part one and a part two and it's like part of a larger thing it's hard to if rate you're, if properly you're, without it's if you're looking for like a complete picture of the, like a movie it's like it's half a movie it's an it's an amazing half of a movie it's actually like yeah movie. for a part one part two it's like an incredibly yeah. good film but i get what you're saying like so much of what it builds requires a payoff it's from part two the the, the one thing i have like i'll say is like it's a lot of build-up that's like what the movie is it's a lot of build-up it's a lot of exposition it's a lot of but it's it's good it's not like it's bad it doesn't but, feel like a movie that's just setting up a second film. Like there's a lot of character moments, there's yeah, a lot of funny yeah. moments, there's a lot of growth and just like cool sequences. Yeah. Miles's growth in just this part of the movie is incredible. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's so but, well written yeah, there's... as a character, as is Gwen and pretty much anyone else in this film. The same stuff from the first one holds true. The animation is somehow better mm -hmm. than the first one. Uh, the voice acting yeah. is incredible. The writing is really good. But like you said, it just feels like it's missing because like it does such a great job of getting you to the point where the cliffhanger is. But you feel like you need to see how everything gets tied up. The truly, yeah. It's hard. 
because I understand the whole journey destination logic. And I think that's fair. Like you can say this movie is the journey and the third movie is going to represent the destination, but it does feel like, because you know how like Game of Thrones is like a show people will say like the ending was so bad. It kind of makes it hard to watch it the whole thing again. Yeah. With all the stuff yeah. that has been artfully, like very well put together and built up is not paid off very well. Mm-hmm. And it does ruin the prior stuff because now you're like all that great work that went into setting everything up is gone. This film is really good, fantastic, and like you get a lot of great character stuff and all the different threads. This movie does a great job with like foreshadowing and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the threads and stuff are coming together. But if the third one, and I highly doubt it, but if the third one somehow misses the landing, it is going to kind of kneecap what this movie can, is. Yeah. Right. I like I would argue like um this movie's very much like the Empire Strikes Back in the sense of like Empire ends with a lot of kind of like cliffhangery things. Luke gets rescued, Hans and Carbonite, you know, and like the Empire is just like fully taken over everything. Mm-hmm. Uh it's very bleak. And this has like a similar thing where it's very bleak. There's a lot of things going on. Um I can't like I don't want to go into specific details about because it's so new. Um, but you but, can already kind of tell like what sequences are going to open the next movie. You can see it. Yeah, and it's really exciting yeah. to think. It about. is very exciting. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. It, it's really awesome. I think again, moment to moment, it's probably better than into the spider verse, but it's, it's just like, it is a fact. Like it is. It's almost like the integrity of this movie depends on the next one. <laughs> Cause if the next one sucks, it does kind of kneecap. I, this movie it's, it's bit. still, it still wouldn't curb my enjoyment, but it's like, I, I still feel like, it's it doesn't reach a satisfying point for me in this one to like call it an ending. Like to yeah, because like, I understand people's thing. Because yeah. like, there's movies that end with like very open endings, but this is not that, right? This no, is... no, no. It 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 literally feels like it just dropped off in the middle of the movie at the end. It hit a t- like it, it, it it's they... it's such a like abrupt like oh really like that's like you well know? it's not a like it's, it is done at like a very like where they stop makes sense for like the two yeah. continued yeah but like I think everyone is like so locked in like like I've seen the movie twice and both times people in the theater were like like someone literally said you're kidding me yeah like, no I had to happen so people were like what? what happened yeah. So I'll give them credit for that. Like this movie doesn't feel like a setup movie. It feels it's a very good isolate. It's a good movie in isolation, but the problem is the end is like it's not an open ending and like an open to interpretation. It's like an open as in this is literally like not how a movie ends. This is setting yeah. up. And this is handing. It, it just off. it just goes okay. It's over for now. <laughs> it's like what, which what? I think is so, fun because it goes yeah. it leads to that comic booky like I gotta wait till the next issue comes out. Yeah, yeah. But I think it'll be cool. What will be interesting, I think it'll be fun. I don't know if they'll do it. If they, mm-hmm. like, do, like, special screenings that are this movie and the sequel together. Oh, they will. They will. They'll probably do That'll screenings cool. for the whole trilogy, like, I'm sure. But um, they'll definitely have, like, double features of these. I um, will wait night. to see when the third one comes out. But this is yeah. well on its way to being the best Spider-Man trilogy ever. Yeah, it, it really should be. It By the end of is like, already yeah. the best in terms of quality. In, terms of, for, in a two-movie run... If, for a two movie run, it's the best one. And across are better than Spider Man one and two. They are certainly better than TA Tassum one and two. And it's better than Homecoming Far From Home. So like the stuff they have done, Lord and Miller have done when it comes to the like just directing the animation, the mm-hmm. screenplay, the cast of talent they have put together. It's incredible. And it's so fun. Everyone's got their own favorite Spider Man. I like Spider Punk. I like 
Miles is still my favorite. I like Gwen a lot. I like Miguel. Lego Spider-Man. Leg- oh, that's, that's a spoiler. <laughs> no, it's not a spoiler. Bad, Lego y'all. Spider-Man's fucking awesome. Yeah, my bad. He's not in the movie that much, but he's fucking yeah. sick. I love him. It, it's so funny when he shows up. And that was I awesome. Just wanna, okay, we said spoiler warning already. My last yeah. note is there's a very funny part of like sort of the fandom of this mythos that is like, why does Miguel like Lego Spider-Man so much? Yeah. Oh, I love that. It he's was the just only like... one he's nice to. There's like rumors that they're like sleeping with each other. Like the jokes <laughs> are so funny. He literally says, he's like, thank you. You're one of our best. <laughs> like, and it's, he's he's so like funny. not nice to anyone in this yeah, movie. Yeah, so, so, so funny. You're one of our best. Yeah. Man, yeah. I just, in like a standout performances, I think Gwen is really good in this one miles is fantastic too like i love both of them so much as like sort of our leading pair Mm -hmm. i also really like daniel kaluuya he's honestly not in the movie that much but him as spider punk was fantastic he was so yeah he he made me like a british person which is tough he Uh, was cool yeah he's very cool yeah no i was very happy with it um also fun this movie will explain british slang when he says stuff like when he says yeah like, that that was really i haven't funny. got a scooby-doo it like pops up in the corner really briefly explaining that it just it's slang for i don't have a clue yeah very funny go watch spider-verse yeah animated watch films are good man don't be lame and say they're for children go watch it they're both awesome so yeah, yeah. i think that does it this ended up running a bit longer but it was fun and yep you guys enjoyed it too uh, sorry for the abrupt cut there, but all's good on our end. That wraps up the tier list. It, it was very fitting to have an abrupt cut when we were about to talk about Cross Spider Verse, though. So. Oh, see, maybe I pulled. The, <laughs> I did not. I did not pull the fire alarm for the authorities. Yeah. I definitely. I'm being serious. I did not do it. He absolutely did. Authorities, keep that in mind. Uh, uh, yeah, I was we'll, here. I told him don't do it, but he did it. We'll post our tier list when this episode comes out. So if you're ever like, ah, oh, I wanted to see a full picture of what you guys said. Yeah, I mean, wait, before we before we end it, I'll just read it off from top to bottom. Yeah, sure. Um, In, or I'll do bottom to top. In the F tier, we have, uh, you are fraud, Spider-Man. Ah! (laughs) Oh. Aiden's internet connection's unstable. Uh Uh-oh, is it? Can you hear me? You're good, you're good, you're good. In Dropped Gwen Gwen Stacy, it's the amazing Spider-Man Venom. Venom, let there be carnage. Uh, Come home, Spider-Man. Aunt May misses you. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man 3. Be in Spanish. Spider-Man Far uh, yeah, far From Home. Uh, an Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, that is Spider-Man and Spider-Man Homecoming. Spectacular Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And hopefully... Spider-Man, Spider-Man Beyond, the, Spider-verse. beyond the, Spider-verse. the Spider-Verse. I have very high expectations. Like that, like they too. clearly are incredibly good at making these movies. And it sucks yeah. that it's going to have to end after three, but I think it'll be good. I think I want I it think to just be like a it's... nice trilogy and let's like yeah. keep it at that. It does seem wild that they won't have like, oh, there's the Spider-Gwen movie and there's like the Peter B. Parker movie. It is I really very funny that they're not going to do that. They could but... do it, but I'd rather they not. Yeah, Chris, uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord are just like, yeah, it's we're tired. It's too the much. quality would also be way worse because yeah. the, the animation effort that it has taken to make these movies, they have to develop yeah. new software, I think, to do the stuff they yeah. did with Spider-Man. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's crazy. So to have him in the movie with the other characters. So yeah. Anyway, right, well, that's the I think uh, that's a good uh, yeah we'll call it there yeah contemplate your own retired mortality watch the spider <laughs> movie yeah and as always stay creamy stay creamy we'll talk to you in the next one peace out
Peace.